guys, thank you for joining me in another episode of the One Take Stoic. As always, I'm your host, Megan. And today, sort of like what we did yesterday, where we more or less talked about a concept and less about a quote, I wanted to talk to y'all a little bit about the hero's journey. Um, it's been on my mind lately because I've been... I'm not sure if I've mentioned this, but I'm going through a health coach certification thingy. And I wanted, as part of it, I wanted to, you know, create some offerings and so forth. And I came up with an idea about uh, creating a template that goes over a hero's journey. And so I was thinking about it and I thought that would be a great thing to talk about because... Creating a stoic mindset is a lot like a hero's journey because we learn concepts, you know, based on, be it the stoicism, like the old stoic teachers, or through, you know, people who have podcasts like myself, or I think there's about three or four other podcasts that I listen to about like stoicism and stuff that I'm blanking on the names of, of course, always happens when you're thinking about it. Anyways, and learning about stoicism, and it, it's really a journey that you are able to implement better and better each time. As you learn the concepts and utilize the concepts, like m- much like, you know, a hero journey, hero's journey, because, you know, there's a call to action. Obviously, if you don't feel that there's a you know, that a need for something like a stoic mindset, you're not going to go looking for it. I mean, there are those people who their call to action is more out of curiosity because, you know, say they're uh, learning about Rome and then they learn about, you know, the five good emperors in the second century AD. I think it's like 180s when Marcus Aurelius was alive uh, and, or BC. And, you know, you learn about him. No, it was AD, not BC. Anyways, and you learn about him that way. And then you learn about not just was he was not just part of the, you know, five good emperors, last five good emperors of Rome, but he was also, you know, uh, practicing Stoic. And then there's people like Seneca that were, you know, Roman generals also practicing Stoics. And, you know, there was this whole entire warrior culture focused around stoicism and you know some people do come at it from that way but the bulk of the people I've listened to spoken to talked to and so forth they come at a stoic mindset sometimes because it is their way to deal with the world and their way to understand the world and I like I really like that because being mindful and having a stoic mindset, it's not always the most natural thing because it's really easy to be, oh, poor me. Oh, why is this happening to me? What was me? And so forth. But when you have a stoic mindset and when you're going through the stoic journey of understanding stoicism and utilizing it in a daily practice, that yes, things are happening to me. But at the end of the day, let those things happen. Because regardless of what's happening, I need to stay, I guess for lack of a better word, positive. I need to, you know, flip 
around the way I'm looking at it to learn from this experience rather than letting this experience be a crutch for me. You know, much like what we were talking about yesterday with the uh, wabi-sabi. Letting your the things that have scarred us in the past, learning from them, building from them, not allowing them to be an excuse to make further mistakes, but allowing them and utilizing them in a way to better yourself. And I really like the stoicism, the wabi-sabi, on top of the hero's journey, because, you know, with the hero's journey, there's a call to action. There's, you know, like an 80s montage, and you become better. And you're, it, there's growth there. And it's, it's a technical framework that you can see throughout so many different writings. You know, if you go to uh, J.R.R. Tolkien or George Lucas or um, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Harry Potter, those all have, if they meant to or not, some type of hero's journey interweaved within them. It, some might be a little bit more blatantly obvious and others might not be, but a good book or a good novel or a properly programmed plan has those undertones for metamorphosis because yes, you can do a 28 day, you know, boot camp, but at the end of the day, what did you learn from that? Aside from waking up at five o'clock in the morning and beating yourself bloody emotionally more than physically. But when you go through a hero's journey, you end up different than you were before. Like I mentioned with the metamorphosis, you become the elegant butterfly you're supposed to be. And I just, I really liked the concept of a hero's journey, especially as it, you know, as it relates to stoicism, because at the end of the day, if you properly implement stoic practices in your everyday life, you end up somebody completely different and changed after the process. Because I know for me, I mean, I'm human, so I still end up doing this sometimes, but I've become a lot more outspoken about my feelings because I can have feelings, but when I speak them, I don't allow them to control me. And I've been less quick to anger because I'm able to speak out my feelings because it's not a weakness. Because for the longest time, I felt like having feelings was a weakness. Like, you know, you're the, the classic stoic uh, bravado of Spock, you know, or of data. Like I mentioned on the very, you know, I think the second or third episode of this, of this show, where, you know, they're unflinching, unmoving, unwavering, more or less robots or half Vulcans. And you're not supposed to have emotions. And it wasn't until the past few years, maybe, that I've realized I can have emotion. It does not make me less. But if anything, it makes me more, I wouldn't say relatable, but to where people understand me more. People understand my thought patterns and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because if you don't show your emotions, 
nobody could understand that. And then, you know, you're getting into a fight because somebody's like, how am I supposed to know what I can and cannot do if you do not emote to me? And it took me a while, a long while to figure that out. But through my stoic journey, it, it's helped me evolve that. It's helped me realize that I, I can display them and it's not a weakness. If anything, it's an attribute. And not only that, but bad things can happen. And it's not, yes, at the end of the day, it, the way I react to those bad things is my fault. But putting those in the proper context to where I can grow from those things rather than just use them as a crutch of I'm not good enough or I should have tried harder. Regardless of if I should have tried harder or if I was good enough, if I'm not using those bad things to improve myself, it's it's worthless. And I don't like going through things and not getting something out of it I think I worded that wrong. I don't like going through things without developing myself, basically. Because if you either learn or you lose. Because if you lose some if you lose, you can still learn from that. You can still learn, okay, I did this. Next time I will not do that. I will do, you know, X, Y, or Z instead. However, if you if you truly lose without learning. You just throw your hands up. Oh, well, you know, it was because this person did this to me. That's why I didn't, that's why I uh, say basketball. You know, it's not my fault. It wasn't my foul. It was the ref catching it and calling it a foul. Or it was the ref's fault because they didn't call that foul. At the end of the day, it's not my fault. No, it's the ref's fault. However, you know, spinning it around to where it's a lesson learned, it's, okay, how was that perceived as a, you know, as a foul from the ref's point of view? Okay, maybe I might have shifted my hips to where it looked like I was hip-checking someone. Okay, don't do that again. Or maybe I was getting a little ball aggressive and tried to slap it out of someone's hands, and the ref caught that. Or maybe it was, you know, something the ref couldn't have seen because, too many bodies were between the ref and, you know, me and the person that may or may not have fouled on me. And so taking it out of it's the ref's fault and putting it into how can I keep that from happening again? And this also goes back to um, something we talked about a few weeks ago is the shirt that said everything's my fault because it is because It doesn't matter what happens to me. It matters how I react to it. And so my reaction is my fault. And so if I have a good reaction, even if it was a really, really bad situation, I can learn and grow from that. And tying that all back into the hero's journey and how it relates to stoicism is, you know, when you properly implement these practices, you can go through a very significant change in a very short amount of time if done properly. And it leads to massive growth outside, like a mental and I guess spiritual growth for lack of a better term, because you're understanding why you tick, why you do the things you do. 
And I say spiritual not in the God sense, but as in spirit, what you have, you know, the human spark that is in all of us. And I wasn't planning on going this way with it, but hey. And everybody, everybody takes a different way. And when you can understand that, you can have almost a, a spiritual like concept, but not necessarily having it tied up with God if you don't want it to. Or you could totally tie it up with uh, tie it up to God if you wanted to, depending upon your preference for, you know, the higher deities or lack thereof. And just you're able, you can relate stoicism back to just about anything. And that's what I love about this philosophy because it can be used for very, very positive growth if you let it and if you cultivate it properly. <coughs> All right. Still sort of sick, so I don't want to uh, bust my voice up too much, guys. Thank you for listening to me and my ramblings on the hero's journey. Uh, we may be going over this a little bit more often um, in the next few months because I'm currently writing the program I alluded to earlier. So <clears throat> bear with me if you get tired of hearing about the hero's journey and how it rest relates to stoicism. But um, I guess I've warned you now. Um, Thank you for joining me on another episode of the One Take Stoic. If you'd like to check out the show notes of this or any episode, it'll be thrivingonfat.com forward slash stoic. If you'd like to check me out on Instagram or Twitter, it'll be at thrivingonfat. Um, I'm trying really hard not to cough. Sorry. Um, I think that's everything. Thank you, guys. Bye.